It's the Nebraska Hour. And this is Greg. I'm here again. And I'm Timmy Nebraska. Some people call me McGee. McGee. You call me Greg. I used to call you McGee more. I don't really care. I don't know why. It really, yeah. You know what I mean? It's I, all the same. I really have no Maniac, McGee, Greg. I, I, is Maniac appropriate anymore since you're, yeah, I mean, I'm you're kind of old, bud? Yeah, I'm I'm like, old, I don't know, man. I still have it in me. It's just not, <laughs> it's not as often. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I, you're right. I the, Nobody really calls me Maniac anymore except Corey Collins. He, he always says it. I don't even um, have you saved as McGee in my phone anymore. I used to. I always have it, Maniac McGee. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you you age out of, of certain activities and you age out of certain names, and I guess. Yeah. But uh, I seem to have several nicknames. McGee works. McGee is what my friends call me. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? So today, we're fixing the Houston Rockets. Should we... Should we chat a little bit about the, these playing games? Do you have any thoughts on what's going on with the playing games before we do it? Or um, you just yeah, sure. We'll Let's talk chat. more yeah. once the actual the, playoffs get rolled. I mean, the playing games are interesting. Do you like the orchestration um, of them? The, the organization of them? You know, at first I didn't like it. I was like, man, just take the eight, eight seeds. You play the whole season. If the nine seed was better, they'd get in. But it's fun. And there, I think that if the the difference is very small between the the eight, nine, ten seed or whatever, um, then it's more appropriate. I think that some years is going to be a massive difference between those teams, and then I don't see the point of doing that. I don't think they should do this every season. Yeah, but you can't pick and choose. It's yeah, either well, there should be a threshold of uh, if you're within this many games, then you. Oh, you know, I see what you're saying. But then there's an argument. What about the team that's within those games, but is eleventh? They should have done better. Yeah, you have to have a cutoff somewhere. I kind of right? like it. I kind of like it. A, obviously, I like more basketball. Cool. Yeah, I liked that more teams felt into it, and you didn't see as much tanking. Um, you saw some. I'm not well, saying it, it's, you're never going to eliminate. You see the ten seed working to sure. get there. Sure, I liked that, and I wouldn't. Ha- we wouldn't have like. The last couple of weeks, it's been a lot of fun to watch the Wizards. And we man. they wouldn't have been motivated to do all that if it wasn't for this. So, I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't know, man. I love it. I don't think that you can ever not motivate Russ. The guy, I mean, he's, he balls out every game. They can True. be 10 and 50. He still get triple doubles and balls. Yeah, you're right. But I've really enjoyed I don't know. I like it. I think it's cool. I'm down with it every year. I, I, I Let's make it permanent. All right. I mean, they're going to do it every year now, right? Yeah, it it's, works. Now it's just a stuck. If you're the 7 or 8 seed, you got to win one game. If you're the ninth or the 10th seed, you got to win two games. It's that simple. It's not I as have hard. Uh, one thing that I, maybe you had heard. I'm sure you heard this already. What up? Um, back in April, there was on Twitter, this guy had tweeted to Damian Lillard about how, how he needs the Blazers to win 42 games or else he's going to lose his house. Did you hear that at all? No, he put his house on the line. So Dame answered back and just said, say less. And then the last game of the season against the Nuggets was their 42nd win. Yeah. And then he, Dame Lillard, went back and commented and said, "Uh, let's see the receipt. It was for $200. That's not his house. And then he got bashed on Twitter a whole bunch. What a piece of shit. (laughs) That's what I thought. He was like, come on, man. Dame was like, dude, I got you. And then it was 200 bucks. What a piece of shit. Yeah. What a cunt. Yeah, if God you're going to gamble, it. gamble big. 
Yeah, like at least, <laughs> at least go kidding. big, man. Or, like, come on. Be honest and be like, hey, I got $200 on you. I could really use 42 wins. Yeah, like, but don't yeah. say your house on the lot. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's just not good. And you're making gamblers look bad. And your boy, you made your, you got bashed on Twitter. The it's comment make, section is hilarious. It's hard to make a community of degenerates look bad. But yes. he, he's making degenerates some of the, look some bad. Some of the comments were fantastic. This one guy was like posted a picture of a really big cardboard box. <laughs> it was like his house on the line. It was hilarious. It was really funny, man. It was really funny. Hey, uh, one other thing. It's actually non basketball. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Did you hear what Dan Campbell? Wants to get as a pet? No. Dan Campbell, okay. new new head coach of the Detroit Lions, wants to get a pet lion to have at practice. That seems like a poor choice. Seems on point with other things he has said in the past. Seems like on on brand, I believe is the phrase. What right? else, what what are you what are you referencing? What else are you talking about? When he was back. doing the whole where we were, if you knock us down on the way back we're up, we'll bite, bite your knees off. Right, we're gonna you know? bite your ankles. And, all this okay. is, like you know, I want all the offensive linemen. I'll turn offensive linemen into wide receivers if I have to. Right, like okay. all that shit. Dude. Okay. He wants a pet lion on a big ass chain, like at practice, like part of the team mascot. Ma- he wants a team mascot. Okay, now we're going to have lions and tigers and bears and stuff in sports, apparently. Well, fucking CU Buffalo got a buffalo, and fucking Texas Longhorns got a longhorn, and LSU got a real fucking tiger on campus. That's true. That's true. You are right about that. Georgia Bulldogs have Bulldogs. That's that's Cornhuskers have a lot of cornfields. That that Ugga's cute. That Ugga's cute, man. That's a good-looking mascot. My point is— Nebraska has a lot of corn. At very least— the Detroit Lions should donate a couple M's to the Detroit Zoo for a new lion habitat. But leave the lions in the lion habitat. You don't need to bring the lions over to practice or games. I don't think bringing the lion on the field is a smart move. No, remember you know, that's when, really, really not. The remember when Ugga and the steer from Texas almost got down and almost went to battle. Remember that? Yeah, I they were just walking that. the dog over, and the big Longhorn sees the dog, <laughs> and he wanted to party. Like not it was, about it, <laughs> it was almost game time. Man. That's crazy. Um, I do remember that though. That was awesome. I, on one hand, I don't want any animal cruelty. On the other hand, I love a live mascot at a sports game. <laughs> like I, I see you just saying that. Why would like, the Pelicans I, I, have a trained Pelican to walk out and like you know do some sort of routine real quick at halftime? <laughs> That would be yeah. pretty cool, actually. Fly around in a circle. That would be pretty out, cool, know? right? Like, do the hawks get the uh, the hawk? Maybe the the yeah. What, have it just the... do the lap around the inside and then land on the falconer's arm, or not the falconer, but the falcons but, should have a falconer. Yes, was, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what my next thing. And why? But so if the if the lions get a lion, then you should and, just have the tigers get a tiger. And Same the hur- time. and and the hurricanes should get an ibis. Uh, okay, <laughs> ibises are terrifying. They're fucking ugly. They're they're like the kings of trash birds. They're terrifying. Apparently, eagle uh, eagles are like buzzards with a better uh, press press control secretary. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> he's like, got a good PR guy. Yeah, better PR guy. <laughs> Apparently, eagles are like they're like vultures. They'll just fucking eat dead shit and like fucking. They're just scavenger status. But they're like so the painted hawk, as regal. You know? So the hawks are like the are like the real regal birds, if, for lack of a better know. term. I, I have no idea. But what about the, the peacock? 
Peacocks are cool. Peacocks are cool. They're really cool. They walk around the neighborhood in uh, Coral Gables. Really? Really? Yeah. They're just like, you you get your late to work all the time when you eat because they're just, they don't move. You honk and they just fucking flex and show you all their fucking feathers. (laughs) That's why... Yeah. When dudes wear flashy clothes, they call peacocking. Yeah, well. They're yeah. trying to stay and show off, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to turn on the females. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what it's all about. I get you. I get you. Um, just saying. Live live mascots are cool. Unless you're like, I don't know, the sea dragons. Then we got a problem. Right? Or <laughs> if, you're, if you're, even if you're just something like mean or nasty, we can't do it. You know? Um... Yeah, um, there's a, I can't think of a great one for that, I guess. Buffaloes are, y- you got to think that they can do damage if they want to. Oh, for like, sure. It, it probably isn't brilliant to have the first CU Boulder people to be bringing that big-ass buffalo. We're going to have uh, Savannah Savannah. They're going to get a box of sand gnats or some shit now for their mascots. Savannah sand gnats. There you go. Well, that would be interesting. Or. Or the banana slugs. You know, we're going to start going. We're going to start going down a whole line of like the weirdest live mascots. It'd be it, entertaining. It would it, be entertaining. There's definitely an anteater somewhere. If they walked out with a big anteater on a, on a leash, you know, I bet the crowd would go wild. You know, your liar's kind of tricky here, dude. It's tricky to rock around to rock around. Gotta, rock, rock, it, it's tricky. Kind of got a tricky, hiss to it a little tricky, bit, man. Tricky. I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't go off when you're supposed to. Careful, don't hurt yourself. I could, man. I hope you don't. I hurt myself. Wow, it's getting better. Good. My thumbnail is getting better. It looks disgusting still. Disgusting. But what do you do, bud? What do you, what do, you do? do, man? All you can do is fix the Hawks. Fix the hor- uh, the Rockets. Oh. We can fix the Hawks. That's a, yeah, that's a few weeks away. We're fixing the Rockets. Fixing the Rockets. I figure we start with the worst team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bottom up. And we're kind of like assuming that they get the number one pick. It's not for sure because yeah. the lottery thing, right, right, right? But we're just kind of assuming is how how it goes down here. Let's let's start on a positive note, okay? Um, as far as returning players on under contract for next year, you've got uh, Kenya Martin Jr., Jason J- uh, Jason Tate, uh, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Denwell House. I'm assuming Avery Bradley is. Oh no, that's a team option. Avery <coughs> Bradley has a team option. <coughs> DJ Augustine's coming back, and then you got the big. Your basically your big three. You got Christian Wood, Eric Gordon, John Wall. All right, those yes, guys are yes. all under contract going into next year. Of um, those guys, do you want to keep all of them? Are there certain ones you'd like to get rid of? What do you want to do here? So I got a little, like, I, I kind of went through and made a mock starting lineup with Good. just the players that are kept. I will not stand for any, I will not stand for or tolerate any bashing of Christian Wood. He's one of my favorites. Oh, I like Christian Wood. Okay. I really do, man. They, they need um, to build around him, not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how the Pistons missed the, They're dumb. I don't get we'll, how they missed we'll that. We'll fix the Pistons real soon. <laughs> Their first mistake was just letting Christian yeah. Wood go for some dumb reason. So, so starting lineup, mock starting lineup with just the players they have. Yeah, yeah. Already, Out of the players right? you have, you got something you like. So you got John Wall the one. He's not going anywhere, and he, that's okay. Yeah, he's we not like going. Him. I like John Wall All too, right. and he he just he hasn't played since forever now. He didn't look horrible this year after um, those injuries. Maybe if he yeah. can stay healthy. Maybe play. another season to get him back in the, well, in the mix of things, help he, him out. 
after next year is his player option, which is enormous. So he's it's obviously forty one million. I think forty seven. Oh, okay, forty seven. Right now he got forty one last year. He's getting forty four this coming and year, then the option and is the 47. following year is a player's option for forty seven million. And you're not passing that up. Not passing that. Up. In, I mean, unless he has just a phenomenal season and goes and gets a bigger deal somewhere, which I don't. I, I don't know who's going to sign him for that I much money. I don't know money. who could sign him for them. I don't know. But you have to make some major moves yeah. to, do, to open up space like that. And while we're talking money, Eric Gordon is scheduled to make 18-2 next year. Uh, Christian Wood, 13-6. And that, that's a great deal. That's a great deal. It's a great deal. And then you have DJ Augustine at 7. Uh, Avery Bradley at 5.9. Good uh, deal for Avery Bradley, too. Yeah, have to keep him around. That's a team option. I don't know if they're going to take it or not. Would you if you're um, running the team? Because that's I, what this so, exercise is all so about. The, so just the mock starting lineup with the players that are on there, right, without yeah. counting every Bradley yet. You got Wall at the one, Gordon at the two. You got uh, Daniel House at the three, Jason Tate at the four, and Wood at the five. Now, Kevin Porter Jr., one or two, and, and um, Kenyon Martin Jr., one or two. Yeah. Um, I don't DJ know. Augustine, you don't. I, I just man, right. he he's kind of like the backup, like the let's the veteran the, point guard. Let's put the him backup. on the trade block. Let's see what we can get for. Okay, him. okay. Actually, that I have an idea for this. Actually, okay. too. So, would you, if you're running the Rockets, are you bringing back? Are you bringing back uh, Avery Bradley so on the team option? This kind of thing goes it's into so a cheap. whole it's deal. Just five point nine. Well, I think you have to bring him back, right? Right, but also it's affordable, I mean, you, you and he knows, knows your system for sure. He knows this. He knows your system. But you can you can take you can accept the team option, and before the draft, right? Yeah. So you get him under contract for that number before yeah. the draft. Yeah. You want to let him go? No, no, no. You want him if if you want to at least keep him around for that number, and maybe you look to move him. Yeah. Okay. Potentially, but we'll get, we'll get so to that maybe we can package him with DJ August and. I have a little bit of an idea here, All actually. Right, cool. here, right. So, so potential. We, we want to do the draft first. You want to do potential free agent signings that would help. Well, the chronologically, the draft is probably going first. Okay, right? let's do that first. So, then, right? it, with the first pick of the NBA 2021 draft, the Rockets select Cade Cunningham. You have to take him, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah. Take him. That was easy. You, I mean, you can't I pass literally, him up. I barely, I mailed in the pomp and circumstance, and it was still yeah, too much you pomp know, and circumstance. Like you know, but you, you have to take him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah um, you can't pass him up. Yeah, why would you? Why would you? Um, I, he, I don't. He, they say he's a point guard, right? He's six eight. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the players that they have there, you could really improve on your three with Daniel House. You could start toning him at the three. He can defend. He's 6'8", big yeah. guy. And he's got a handle and when he's, you need him He's to. a ball handler anyway. Yeah, and you can still, if you feel like, you know, you can alternate, like, him bringing up the ball, somebody else bringing up the ball, and use him like a point forward if you want, you know. Yeah, that's my idea for sure. But you play him with three, I think. Yeah. Six, you know, I mean, 6'8", like point guards. I like it. You already got John Wall. You know, how are you going to play? I mean, you can't really move Wall or Gordon to the three. No, I like. You, you have to move them up. To three, I like. Right? This. I think that that strengthens your starting five. So that's the easy way to trade their starting five, and you can't pass up on Cunningham. Whether I don't, I mean, there's not a lot of guarantees. He'd be great, but he looks really good. Obviously, he certainly he certainly does. He looks really really good. All right. So the Rockets have two other picks. What other? Do they have a second first rounder? They have two second first rounders. 
No. Oh, they have three first they have rounders. Three first no round picks. Seconds. No seconds. Okay. That's three three first round picks. So my here's my question. Do you maybe take one or two of those, package them with DJ Augustine and uh Avery Bradley on both on affordable deals and uh go make something happen on the trade? Market? So at the number twenty two spot in the in the draft is the Rockets as well. And you could take Zaire Williams, Zaire Williams from Stanford. You could take Io DeSamu from Illinois, maybe. Yeah. Um, they'll probably both be right around that area. Yeah. Probably um, a Florida State guy you could get in the early 20s. So that's my move here, Greg. But he's not going to be that low. So at the 24 pick, you take Greg Brown from Texas. Or if you want to reach, you could take Scotty Lewis from Florida. But you could package the 22 and 24 yeah. and maybe Avery Bradley and trade up to like the 10-ish spot Ooh, and I get like Scotty this. Barnes from Florida State. There you go. And he's the guy you want. He's a long wing player. Can play you might three have or four. to go to the 9 spot. or But you also the, might be able to get it in the 12. Yeah, the, I mean, the 6 spot is the Warriors. Um, And you can maybe get the Warriors to trade t- uh, two, two first-round picks for their one, for their number six. You know what I noticed last night as the Lakers just outpaced them in the end? Um, you know, they stuck with them, stuck with them, stuck with a few points behind, a few points behind, and in the end, they were less tired than the Warriors were. Uh, the Warriors have their issues, depth, and we'll talk about that much later in the summer. We'll fix the Warriors. Right now, the Warriors have some really good young players that are kind of like, sure. They're like, they're, they're great finds. Like, Diamonds are rough type players, you know? Yeah. Um, but they need some depth for sure. It's not what it used to be. And, but, I mean, next year you get Clay back. So maybe you don't, they might not need that spot there. They might be able to get two picks and not have to pick a guy that's that high up on the list. I think the, tra- the also, Rockets that trade the 22 and the 24. You said the Warriors have the six? So that, is that what they got from Minnesota? Yes. Okay. Yes. But also... Minnesota else, went on a run. I know, just to, to fuck them. But you have yeah. to fuck them. Yeah. But also, with the way the Warriors are operating their business lately and the way they're playing well, you know, over the last couple of years, they might. this might be their last chance at back-to-back high draft picks in a while. Right? They got Wiseman last year with the three, and whoever they pick in the sixth spot, presuming they stay there, like that might be a chance for them to build through the draft while still remaining relevant. So the Rockets and also have picks for next year from their trade with Harden, though. So you could do a 22 in a next year first rounder and get up I'm just saying something like that. I'm My just saying move, the I'm Warriors, a Rockets GM. I'm I, trying to get Scotty Ball. I understand that, but I don't know if the Warriors are going to be willing to trade the sixth pick is what I'm saying. But somebody in the back part of the top 10 will it's be around that area, this. though. Yeah. The, the six to eight, nine-ish spot is yeah. probably around where he's going to go. Yeah. Maybe he falls a little bit. Maybe you can get him to the 10. Yeah. But, I like that there's a Florida State flag hanging behind you as you're talking about how coveted a basketball player from Florida um, State You know, is. on my 2K video game that you import the potential drafts. That Are you listening, create. Arizona? And um, <laughs> I traded I traded Will Barton and a pick, and I, and I, got, I got Scotty Barnes. <laughs> nice. I love, <laughs> nice. I love him. <laughs> great defender. Not a great shooter, but can play the four. Because Jason Tate, I, I, I like him. He's pretty good. I think that you could improve your three spot. You could play Kate Cunningham at the three. You could also, with the Barnes pick, you could get another three slash four 
and you could have like a stretch four and a backup three kind of deal there. Yeah. Um, but also, if you're gonna sign, if I would rather have Christian Wood play the four. I just like, if you like can. it. I like it. Yeah. So maybe you so, try to go get. That's another way you can strengthen that presume, presumed starting five is by signing a big boy five and sliding Christian Wood to the four spot. Under really undervalued player that's a f- upcoming free agent. Out of five, John Collins. Oh, I didn't know John Collins was a uh, free agent. Of He's the a Hawks, restricted right? free agent, I believe. Of the Hawks. Yeah, but you could probably... If you can get him to take good, and he's not really expensive either. He's really underrated as an NBA player. Great I, yeah, shooter, yeah, for good sure. defender. For sure. Um, if you're going to make a move, you could really get um, John Collins or Jared Allen as a research free agent for the for the Cavs. You could he's a big boy five, like now, big boy five. I happen to be a Avery Bradley fan, and I like having the savvy veteran defender kind of guy who can also yep. hit a shot if he has to. But really, I like. You know, the savvy vet is is key, right? Could I interest you as the guy who's in charge over in Houston? Like, oh, even if we just do it an even swap, Bull Bull for Avery Bradley? Man. Um, Bull Bull plus a second rounder in two years? Well, it, so, gosh. I really like Bull Bull. You can have him. He's not... um. He's not a. Uh, I, I don't know where we'd he, play him at. You, you put know, him at like, five and put Christian with a four. You got your whole yeah, setup. But, though. But he doesn't fit in at because he he's not a true five or a true four necessarily. Um, it's positionless basketball. Today's NBA, buddy. Yeah, man. But you basketball. need a rim for you need a big you need a guy that can be a little bit of a bruiser, right? And Bull Bull ain't bruising nobody. So you were talking about I, you know what? What I would like to do, I would make that deal with you. If me as the Rockets GM could take 30 pounds for myself and give him the bubble. Right, 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 right. <laughs> then I'm in. Then, then every, in, every GM in the league would line up to make that trade because yeah, they right? get to lose 30 pounds. Well, yeah, but their I want to add some pounds. Their wives might find them attractive again. Maybe. Um, we talked, so, draft night trade, I liked it, right? Signing a free agent like a John Collins, I liked it. Well, there's three options for the big guy. I just think you got to do multiple. You're going to have to do multiple moves this offseason. You're going to so, have to really fix So the this. other move, though, if you don't make the deal to get Barnes, yeah, who are then, the then you can go to um, – you can go and look at the 22 pick. You can take Zaire Williams. Is a, a big yeah, – he's, he's a 6'8". Yeah. Uh, he's kind of under, like, small, like uh, – well, he's, he's kind of like a thin build a little bit, yeah. but he's like 20 years old. Like he's, yeah, he's going to put some weight you, on him. You got to figure he's going to thicken up. Maybe. Um, you could do that. And then at the 24 pick, you could take Greg Brown from, uh, from Texas. Super athletic, massive dunker, good rebounder. Um, put some weight on him too. And you could play him at the four or five. And you could, you could just have a four or five without a real position where you have him in with and would play basically wherever they feel like. That's awesome. Um, if you can't get Collins, what are some other free agents you you got your eye on? You can go to Jared Allen, is yeah that, rim rim protector, big boy center, and a little bit um, of a little attitude. I he, like that. He's a restricted free agent, also, so it might be harder to get him. Yeah, Cleveland might want to match. Very very underrated 
five as well for Sacramento. Rashawn Holmes, very underrated, man. Yeah. Like super underrated. And he's a free agent as well. He's not he's unrestricted free agent. Okay. Uh if I was him, I would probably resign with the Kings if they wanted to keep him. Because then he gets to play with Halliburton and develop. And uh Darren Fox is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's so fast. He's really good. Um but if you don't get Barnes and you need to improve your three, the two threes that are for free agents, Kelly Oubre and Will Barton. Kelly Oubre is a great addition to that team. It really is. And he doesn't really fit with the Warriors. No, that was never a long-term. Yeah, but this is the move then. Because if he's going to go somewhere, he can get a pretty good deal and play John Wall, Eric Gordon, Oubre, Christian Wood, and maybe one of the three centers, and you get Kid Cunningham and two other draft picks. And Houston's back, dude. And Houston can massively improve fast. You've done it. Because you want a quick turnaround, right? You've done it. That's what you're doing, right? We've That's fixed, the move. We've fixed the Rockets. But you don't really think that um, the Rockets don't have a ton of cap space. Well, I mean, John Wall's expensive. <laughs> yeah, expensive. And but everybody else is on pretty team-friendly deals. Yeah, you could maybe get a few extra million by getting Augustine. That's only or, seven. Yeah, but, you know, you get seven back, then you're around 20 to, re- to sign somebody. That sounds like Calubra. Yeah. 20 million. It kind of works out. Yeah. I was doing the numbers today for a few hours. Good job. And I was like, damn, if this Look the Rockets can turn around. Podcast. I'm really Dude, impressed. The Rockets can turn around fast, baby. Yeah. And then next season, they still have two first round draft picks. Right. <laughs> True. So they could, I don't, I think making the move to trade the, the 22 and 24 would be my first choice. Maybe you can do that, get Barnes, and then still sign Rashawn Holmes or something like that. And maybe still Ubre. Yeah, maybe. You could really get depth quick. Any chance they have like a badass Euro stashed or something? You know? Um, I didn't see anybody like I that on the roster. I just did the roster. I looked at contracts and that's it. You know, yeah, so I didn't um, really see, I didn't see anything about it or indicating it. At the 22 pick, there's a couple of guys that are moving up the board a little bit. The um, Ghibli is a dude from Australia, and he's he basically plays point guard for his team in Australia, but he's a three, Does it, essentially. Oh, okay. um, and he, like, leads the league in assists, and he's he's just a point forward. And you think he might still be available late? In... Around there, probably. Yeah. May, maybe he might be taking 18 to 22-ish huh. around that area. Um, I was in mock drafts a lot, and like they're not real, real solid. Cause there's a lot of movement probably yeah, gonna happen still, you know. Flexibility. Then um, there's gonna, you know, there's a billion trades and everything. Yeah. Uh, the move for the Rockets, though, if you're gonna package that deal together to get Barnes, is you want you want Scotty Barnes to slip down like 10, 12 spot in the like the potential. Dude, you might want to get that trade done before the draft. I mean, it's hard to do that before the draft. Because you Cause, don't like, know. It's hard to do that before. If the draft. he's available, you can't settle for a nine. Be, uh, you can't, yeah, you can't. You could trade can't. for a six pick and, or a, or a five six, and just so you know you get him and just draft him earlier than he's expected. But you, I mean, if you want to be real ballsy, you could trade out of the one and get a five and a something. That's an idea. Then you could, you know, but then you're looking at taking, um, dude, I mean, if you trade down to the three spot, you could you're get Evan Mobley. It's too bad. It's too bad Uber is a, a, a free agent. Because if he was under contract, maybe you could package the one and the 24 for Uber and the six. 
the, or a 124 Ooh. and two players for Uber and the six, you know? Yeah. Like, that would be kind of cool. A, you could have the Warriors do a sign and trade deal. Yeah. Where they get him under, the under contract. And then they and can then take push Avery off. and DJ Augustine off your and hands. And then you almost cancel out. And it out. frees up the money. You cancel out $12 million yeah. at least. You get, yeah. you get the money pretty much back. Yeah. And um, you get the six pick you really want. But I, I mean, think you, we but, just fix the Rockets. Man, it's hard to pass on Cunningham. Yeah, that's you're hard. Right. And you're giving the Warriors kid Cunningham. Yeah. And like, that's silly. Uh, yeah. I don't think I want to make the Warriors a lot better. No, no, no. By no. doing that deal. Yeah, you don't want to help your enemy. But it's going to be hard to get the Warriors to trade you that six pick. Well, you know, and it's not a guaranteed six pick because it's still a lottery. Yeah, yeah, there's still a lottery. Right? So it could be. It, it could be everyone. Uh, it could, it could be uh-huh. a, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of variables there. Yeah. Um, but around that area, uh, you could trade o- with Oklahoma City as I think is a seven. Um, I don't see why they would trade because they have they have well, they, they need players. They have so they many need, picks. Need, right yeah. Now. But they need bodies. They need bodies, yeah. man. They when you're playing uh, the guy from Nebraska, it's not a good look, dude. <laughs> I don't even know what his name is now. You're it's, the Nebraska uh, guy. How do you not know his name? Gosh, because he's not any good. <laughs> um, shit, I don't remember his name now at all. Oh, well. He played quite a bit this season, though. Yeah. Well, somebody had to get those minutes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He was a first-round pick, I think. Late first-round pick, maybe. No, second-round pick. Early yeah. second-round pick. Uh, all right. Well, I think if the Rockets listen to us, they'll be much better next year than they were this year. Yeah, we're, I mean, we created depth. We filled the holes. Yeah. We've we've made them like a, maybe a play-in team. We Not a playoff team, but a play-in team. Greatly improved. We least. could get them to the 10. If they listen to everything we just said, they could get the 10 in the West. Yeah. Maybe. And the development is, the upside is massive. Yeah. You know, like, you really got a, you got depth, you got tons of upside. And they you got, got a lot John, of picks too, man. And you got John Wall teaching these young kids how to fucking, how to be hungry. Is John Wall a DC guy? Is he born there or something? No, he just got drafted by the Wizards. I thought he was from there, from around there or something like that. I love John Wall. It went to. I mean, uh, I I wish he would have stayed healthy. Man, I want him to be the monster like Derrick Rose was too before he got hurt. Went to Kentucky. Um, Where did he grow up, though? I don't think he's from. I thought he was around there, Maryland area-ish, Maryland, D.C. area-ish. I could be way off, too. Um, he is from, let's see. He is from, well, first off, great nickname. <laughs> Optimus Dime. Ooh. That is a... How do I not know that before? That is, like, literally one of my favorite names. I like it. Optimus Dime. He is from Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. We forgot about one guy, actually, to fill the five spot if we need to. They could re-sign Kelly Olenek. I was going to ask you, do do you think they want to bring Kelly Olenek back? Because after the trade, Kelly Olenek looked great. Because he was playing for a contract. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I forgot about him because I wouldn't probably bring him back. I would. But if you I need wouldn't. to sign him, if you need to get, if you need that, if you need to fill a spot, he's not going to be really expensive. If you're Kelly, Kelly Olenek, don't you think you're going to get a better offer from somebody? Or 
a similar offer from a better team? Um, it depends what he wants. Does he want a bunch of minutes, maybe, the Rockets? Or does he want to go somewhere better and play, be a bench player? If you're Kelly Olynyk, ask yourself, what do you want? I want to get paid. Ask me if I'm Kelly Olynyk and what <clears throat> I would ask. What do you want? Obviously, I want to be by the beach because I'm a surfer. <laughs> Look at him. That's dude. true. That's true. Cruiser bike, surfboard. Yeah. All right. Hell he's yeah. going to be playing. He's going to be on like a, the league, the vet minimum. Is on he going to go back to Miami? No, he's going to be a Clipper. Clipper. Or a Laker. You know what I mean? Like, or or whatever team moves to San Diego. You know, like it's he's like that kind of dude. You, know? team, you think team moving to San Diego? Is that, is that happening soon? I don't think it's happening this season, no. I'm just soon saying, you think, though? I don't know. It's a it's a logical market for the NBA someday. So I have but an I idea think, here. I think first place is Seattle, okay. and then there, and then eventually is Vegas, and then they'll consider a San. They're going to add two teams in the next couple of years. Okay, they're going to add two teams for sure. One's going to be in Seattle. One's going to be in Vegas. Now, at some point, there's going to be a team or two that are like, you know what, things are getting a little hot on the block. It's time to move. Okay. Uh, so I if think if they add Seattle. Let's say you're well. Seattle and Vegas are the next two. Well, it's Seattle, almost, Seattle's for sure number one. Right? I think Vegas is for sure one. number two. It's I think okay. it's almost locked. Okay? okay. The question. So it's not about a new team. It's about a, a team that moves. All right. So let's say continued economic chaos in the city of Detroit continues to deteriorate, and it's time to move the Pistons. Sad, long, storied history in the city of Detroit, but. They've got no choice. The city can't afford to fix anything or help them or any of this stuff. People aren't going to games. Let's say the Pistons need to move in three years. The Pistons are bad. Also, We'll get to them quickly. Yes. <laughs> if you're the Pistons or some other team that has to move, right, what are the cities you're looking at right now? Presuming Vegas and Seattle are off the table because they're about to have new ownership or new teams. Um, Where God, yeah, move? I... I San Diego is a great market. Is, yeah, that's probably the move. San Diego, Mexico City. Ooh. Those are the okay. two. Mexico yeah. City is so close. Like, yep. you're so close to Dallas. Yeah. You're, you're, you're right by Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. You're right fucking it's there. A pretty easy, right? yeah, it's, it's a pretty it's, easy travel, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's easy travel. And you're going to have the same advantage as the, as the Jazz and the Nuggets have. When, you, when, they, when teams come to you and play back-to-back back nights. Yeah, Ooh. Mexico City is way higher than us. Um, and you get what what Toronto has where you have an entire country behind you. Yep. You that's know? true. Um, and when you do that though, if, if Seattle is the first one to go as a new team, yeah. then, um, you move Memphis to the East. Yeah. 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 We've had this conversation. You know, that's, I've been that's saying that's this for obviously months. Logical. And, yeah. then, and then Memphis is the team and then when furthest you get, East in the Western conference. It's and then really when easy. you get the Vegas team, you move Minnesota to the East. No, you, you don't, you only have to move one. They're going to add two teams, not one team. Well, yeah, you add Seattle no, and move Memphis to East. You're not listening. And hold then on, you add hold Vegas. On, hold on. Listen for a okay, second. Okay. Right now, how many teams do you have? 30. You can't have 31. You have to go well, to— that's what I mean. Hold on. You have to go to 32. So you add two teams, right? You add Vegas and Seattle. You add them both to the West. You move one team from the West to the East. You have balanced conferences. You don't. 16 and 16 counts. Yeah, but how are you adding two to the West and moving one way? Because you're on, that means you're only adding one to the West. Do Think about it in the whole picture. You have 15 teams in the West. Okay. You had two new teams in, Ve- in, in Ve- okay. uh, Seattle. So you have 17. And, Vegas, so 17 and, then you, and you have 15 in the other one. 
Then you move one, Memphis. Okay. Yeah, okay. and Jeez. you have 16 on both. It's gotta easy, man. You're smart, dude. Jesus. You're smart. Okay. You just got to listen. Like, what the hell? No, you add two to the west, you move one to the east. You, it's the same thing as adding two, one and Yeah, I see what you're saying. Right? I see what you're saying, yeah. So, and geographically, it's bullshit that Memphis is in the Western Conference. It is stupid. Right? It's just stupid. Right? Their travel is, is brutal. And they're so far east of the fucking Mississippi. It's not as close as people think. It's brutal. All right? yeah, they belong in the Eastern Conference. Right? It's brutal. Um, and the other thing is, that makes the Eastern Conference a little bit better in the immediate. It makes the Eastern Conference a little better because the, the Grizz is pretty good. Valanciunas and Morant look great last night. And Jaron Jackson's and great. And they're a team of the future. They're getting better. And They're so young. Other than and you're not, it's not like you're diluting the Western Conference by adding these two new teams because that conference is so dominant right now that they can absorb. Yep. They can absorb this. Yeah. You know? Are you saying? So it works. I think it really works. Yeah. Uh, the West is is top to bottom. Yeah. Just way, way better than the East right but now. But I was thinking after those two cities, when you know the expansion is going to go to those cities, if there's somebody that needs to move the next year or whatever, or right after that, San Diego or Mexico City are, are viable markets. I can't think of a better one. Didn't San Diego, San Diego used to have an ABA team, right? Oh, I don't know. There, I think, I'm pretty sure there was an ABA team in San Diego. Did the Diego. Clippers ever play down there? Maybe it was. It might have been. The Clips might have played in San Diego. I think and then so. The up. ABA right. Clippers. Um, San Diego's a dope city. There's a ton to fucking do. It's hard to, like, keep the attention of the people because they want to be on the beach, you know? But... Um, it's a pretty big media market. I mean, it's either, I mean, where else are you going to put them? Boise? You know what I mean? Yeah. I got nothing. Like Omaha. Omaha could support an NBA team. You think? I do. Omaha's a pretty decently sized city. It's not nearly as big as San Diego. Not at all. And when uh, you but, think about the Lincoln and Omaha metrics, together would really support a basketball yeah. team. You put it just south of Omaha. I see what you're yeah. saying. But if, but if you really look at the math and how their teams are making their money, it's the local cable package. San Diego, you want to get, basically you, what I'm saying is, you want to move to the biggest city in terms of media market oh, that sure. doesn't already have a team. For sure. So you might end up in Tampa or, or, or like, I don't know. I just don't know. What, what, what are the you other know, cities? How has is, how is the Raptors had, have done this year for support in Tampa? Considering the, the weirdness of the year. They, you know, they didn't get tickets out. You know, it's not like they could sell a ton of tickets. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I just haven't heard anything about like the support for the Raptors that much. There was I guess. some, there I, was some support early. There was even some secondary market action on their tickets when they first started selling, but it just kind of dwindled. But, but you, it's not their team. Yeah, yeah. You but, know, you know. Sometimes I mean, like when Oklahoma, when when the New Orleans Hornets at the time ended up playing in Oklahoma City, the city. Really, really adapted the, the team. They fast, did it on purpose, like really fast. Because they wanted it was to, really cool. They wanted to demonstrate that they could support a team. That's true too. But That's my, true. so what I'm getting at is, what are the other big media markets in America that don't have teams? San Diego, mm. Tampa, Baltimore. Like what? Baltimore, but Baltimore, yeah. you're you're so close to DC and, and Philly. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's true. There's, move, a, there's a there's a really group of teams right there. They're all to, close together. Moving a team to Fort Wayne, back to Fort Wayne from you know there used to be a team there, or moving a team to Louisville wouldn't be a bad move. The Fort Wayne uh, team, the G League team, is really good. Are they? And they're they're like the really the most supported G League team yeah. as far as I know. At least yeah. Still, 
I mean, something in that region, the birthplace of fucking basketball. Well, but Fort Wayne, how close is Fort Wayne to Indianapolis in the first place? How close are they close to the Pacers? Oh, I thought Fort Wayne was just, I thought it was just the other side of. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, Um, there wasn't a team in Indianapolis when the Fort Fort Wayne had a team. Yeah, yeah. But maybe Louisville. Louisville would work out probably. Could. Um, Gosh. uh, Cincinnati. That's a pretty big city to not have a team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's just true trying, too, man. Cincinnati. I think. I mean, San Diego is the obvious move. I would think so because every player after Seattle, every Vegas, player's obviously. in LA, fucking in the off season anyway. Yeah, you know. What I mean? So like, there's gonna be guys that want to play there. The weather's nice. I would rather play. No in, I'd rather play in San Diego than LA. Yeah. You don't have to deal with the terrible traffic and nonsense in LA. You know, bounce right over the border yeah, and have a night. Jam, baby. Fun, man. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I can't think of any other city that would There's not a Midwestern space to go to Kansas City? St. Louis? Kansas City is actually a really good one Because when you're traveling, it's easy You know what I mean? It's on your way across the country It's easy on your way to Denver or on your way to whatever Or St. Louis, maybe? St. Louis that uh, might mess up the whole contract with the Spirit of St. Louis guys that ha- they're still getting. Oh, they finally got bought out. They finally got bought yep, out. Yep. They're not making that portion of the TV money. God, they're getting, they, those guys got paid fat, though, right? That's where Gosh. Bob Costas' career started. He was doing. He was in college and doing their play-by-play. Really? Yeah, yeah so St. Louis might be a good option. St. Louis might be a good one. I don't know why <clears throat> I didn't think of that. Kansas City Kansas might City be maybe. Cause you could have you could come up with a cool name with like KC, you know what I mean? Like you could be fucking I don't know, the um, KC Killers. You can't be the Killers. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. let DC be the Bullets. All right. You yeah, the, the Bullets had great jerseys though. I always love those jerseys, man. They're always I, cool. I was I didn't support the team after they changed their name, and so it really, and I was just supporting Jordan when he came. Yeah, that was it. And like I'm not. You know, I grew up there, and I was a Bullets fan as a kid, and I don't, like, support the Wizards, you know? I love Westbrook, you know, but I don't, I, you know, I— They have I, a fun team to watch right now. They're a fun team to they're watch a fun right team now. to watch. We'll see if they win tonight. Not a lot of defense. But, man, they run up down the floor, and they get buckets. Um, they are actually playing, like, literally as we speak in the play-in game against the Indiana Pacers. And uh, at present, it's halftime. Washington Wizards are up 66 52. So, I really thought the Hornets would play a lot better. And in other breaking news, Joshua Wilder and Tyson Fury have verbally agreed to fight in July. Nice. That's a big one. Yeah. The geez. last like heavyweight like rivalry boxing has. You know, boxing well, used to be the biggest fucking sport yeah. in America. You know, the heavyweight division has been terrible. Since like the mid nineties, yeah, until uh, both recently, Tyson and these you know, guys, like Holyfield yeah. and all oh, those guys, great back then. those guys were amazing. And before that, obviously Foreman and Ali and Joe Frazier, and for years and years, yeah. And boxing did a poor job of marketing themselves and to have so many damn belts of champions. But to unify a championship would really help boxing heavyweight. Division. Agreed. Agreed. It's brutal how the IBC and WBC and whatever, whatever. Now you make so many. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, IBC. Yeah. Right. God, I missed that whole thing at first. Gotcha. All right, this was fun. We we fixed the Rockets. Who are we fixing next? 
Next week, um, the next one up on the list is it the Cavaliers, I believe. I, it sounds right. <laughs> They're pretty bad. They are they pretty bad. They need some bad, fixing. Pretty, um, pretty bad. Well, listen. Let's, Nebraska, so let's look. Who, who, yeah, you look it up. You look it up. I'll do the spiel. All right? The spiel. Let me, watch me spiel it up. The Nebraska Hour is recorded on the studio level of Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax Ave, the classiest cigar joint on Colfax. And if you would like to stay in touch, it is at BetYourAshPod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then you're on what? Facebook and Twitter and Instagram? Um, Yeah. Uh, Timmy Nebraska. It's Tim Nebraska on Twitter, at Tim Nebraska. And then uh, Timmy, Timmy Nebraska on, on Instagram. Others. And on Facebook as well. Cool. All right. Um, who are we doing next week? Who are we next fixing? week is the Detroit Pistons. Knew they were coming yeah, soon. Like, we knew quick, they man. were coming soon. All right, Pistons. Don't worry. Citizens of Detroit, don't worry. We're going to help you save your team so that they don't have to move to San Diego. We <laughs> are going to fix the Pistons. Sorry. Right. Say goodnight, Timmy. Good night, guys. Have a good week.